that expression, there's beauty in a breakdown. Sometimes the things that can feel like it's the worst thing possible actually leads us to the path we're meant to be on. I'm Serena Francis and welcome to Messy Round the Edges. In this podcast, we will discuss when life doesn't quite go to plan, the tough decisions you have to make when faced with various challenges that ultimately lead us to a more fulfilling life. Hello, Nikki, and welcome to Messy Round the Edges. For everybody listening, Nikki is a real estate expert specializing in Italian property purchasing. She has three Amazon best-selling books, e-books. One of them is called How to Confidently Buy Property in Italy. This is an e-book and it is available from Amazon. So please go and buy this book if you're interested in buying property in Italy. Welcome, Nikki. Thank you so much, Serena. It's so good to be here. I'm very excited to have you on the podcast because I feel like you embody everything that this podcast is about. The way you've completely changed your life and now practically living your dream and to be honest with you my dream in Italy (laughs) (laughs) Nikki I want to I want to take everybody to the beginning why did you move to Italy and where did you move from okay so I would just like to say one quick thing before I jump into that part I remember living in Australia. I was living in London, as we met in London, working for Miss 60. And when I moved back to Australia in 2012, I was working in the banking industry and I was working really long hours, 12-hour days. I got I did traditional corporate burnout, ended up in hospital um, for a week on a morphine drip with really bad stomach pains and stuff like that. And I that was like kind of my, my line in the sand moment. It's like, I really want to create my own business and I don't know how and then I kept seeing what you were doing with Melita Rose and going oh my god like she's creating this amazing business and I was watching you from afar and seeing all the amazing things you were doing and thinking I was so inspired to create my own business but I had no idea what to do and that was thanks to you and the God's honest truth, thanks to you, you were the person that kind of put the idea in my head about starting my own business. I always had a fascination with Italy. Like I've always been surrounded by Italian people. I think when we were working with 60, we were literally surrounded by Italians. Yeah. It was so much fun. And yeah. my, my first trip to Italy was when I was 21 to Florence and I literally just fell in love with the place. And I had been back and forth to Italy in the time that I was living in London, I think about six or seven times. And each time my, I guess, love for this country kept growing. And so when I was living in Sydney, I was like, right, life's got to change. I can't just be going to work 12 hour days. And I was earning really good money, um, you know, six figure income. But I was miserable. I had like a Harbour Bridge view apartment, really good social life. I didn't have love in my life. And that was like the really cheesy thing about it. Didn't have love in my life. And I wanted to embrace a new culture, new language. And having a UK passport meant that I could really easily move to Italy and make that happen. Um, what I didn't in- envisage was what I was going to do for work because I didn't speak Italian. Um, I just had no idea. So I moved from Sydney in 2014 to Bolzano, 
which is on the Austrian border in the far northeast of um, Italy. And I lived there for three years. And I was really lucky, actually, because when I first moved there, I came across a job posting that was written in English for a real estate company. They needed someone to work in their marketing department and to, to speak English. And that town that I lived in, they spoke German and Italian. So imagine the challenge. You're living in this town where you don't know either language. <laughs> and having blonde hair, people used to think I was German and speak to me in German all the time. And I was just getting more and more confused. So this company, they had me working in English, which is great. And that's where it all really began. So Saddle, which is a luxury real estate company called Engel and Volkers. Um, they have offices in London as well. And they're, um, they're, they're global. And that's where, you know, I've always had a massive passion for real estate. And um, my first ever job in Australia was working in real estate. So it was really like marrying up two passions, Italy and real estate in one. And if I'm right in saying it was here that you saw there was an opportunity to help foreigners buy property in Italy. Yes, that's correct. So when I, um, I stayed in Bolzano about three years and then I moved down to Puglia. Like I, I'm from Australia. I love the beach. And I, as much as Bolzano was very pretty, it was in the mountains, very cold, lots of snow. And it just was not my vibe at all. And it was also because it was a German kind of like on the Austrian border, it was a very Austrian feel. It wasn't the real Italy I was searching for. And I had an, um, an Italian teacher in Sydney. She was from Puglia and I've never even heard of Puglia. And I remember getting in contact with her saying, look, what's Puglia like? And she told me a few names of some towns and I looked them up on Google and I was like, oh my God, I have to get myself down here. So it looks so beautiful. It is so beautiful. So I packed up my car, I packed up a hire car with everything that I owned and drove like 13 hours down the autostrada to Puglia, to um, this little town. And I found an apartment in a, in a town called Monopoly. And Monopoly is stunning, like the historical centre of Monopoly. I remember walking through it the first time. And I have, I've got goosebumps thinking about it now. I started to cry walking through this town because I felt like this is the place that I need to be. Like it literally was like it just got into my heart, my soul. And I was like, wow, this is the place. And just by chance, walking around one afternoon, I came across this door that had a sign written on it in English and it was an estate agency and I just knocked on the door and I went in and I introduced myself and I said look I'm looking for a job I've worked in real estate in the past this is what I can do and as luck would have it they were looking for someone that spoke English that had um, real estate background all this sort of thing so I started working for them and anyone that's listening that <laughs> let me just stop you there yeah you are beyond brave and bold. You are talking about these things like they're just kind of so super normal. You are walking into places with no introduction. Yeah. You didn't know the language and you were like, hey, I'm Nikki, I'm ready to work. So yeah, do this. It's pretty much like that. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, I guess when you're like, I was so desperate to find work. And when you're, you know, I guess when you're desperate, you do what it, what it takes, you know. And I found the job, at this job. And in the beginning, it was great because, um, you know, I learned a lot. And But anyone that's listening that's ever worked in Italy knows that the wages are phenomenally bad. And 
going from a six-figure income to, you know, transferring millions of dollars every day out of, you know, investment banking to earning 600 euros a month, you know, putting my heart and soul and my, and my skill set that I've accumulated over, you know, my career to be getting 600 euros a month was soul-destroying. Yeah. And I went into a massive depression. Um, I found out I was pregnant. I went into a massive depression because I was thinking, how can I support my family? My partner wasn't working. Um, so we were like, pretty much life was really hard. And <clears throat> I was just really scared about how I was going to provide a future for Lorenzo. And I had that depression last for maybe two, two years, right? Yeah. And I felt I'm, I'm a massive manifester. I know how to get myself out of, the, out of a bad spot. Like I know how to pull myself up. I know how to like control my mind. But that literally consumed me. Staying in this job that I was earning 600 euros a month, working my ass off, not getting heard, but because I was not only a woman, I was a foreigner. And, you know, like all of my ideas just used to get ignored. And I went to a Tony Robbins um, seminar, four-day Tony Robbins seminar. I went as a, a broken woman. In London 2019, April 2019, I went as a broken woman to this seminar. My relationship was on its, on its, pretty much on its way out. Um, I felt like I wasn't being a good mum to my child because I was so depressed. I was desperately searching for a different way to, to try and create something for our future. And I went to this seminar and literally felt like I was broken and put back together again. Um, I had so many internal shifts happen. We did the fire walk. It was amazing. And I came back from that seminar thinking, fuck this. I've got to fucking, sorry for swearing. <laughs> I've got to take control of my life. Sorry, please, like, <laughs> say what you need to say, because so we're going to relate to this, including me. I'm going to take control of my life. We were staying with my in-laws. We stayed at my in-laws for 15 months in a very dodgy part of Napoli, and I was very, very unhappy. And we came back from this seminar, and about a few months later, I'd reached my enough is enough moment. And it was through the work at this, and all the while I was doing work at this agency. So I was working every every um, every month at this, this real estate agency um, by remote. And um, I kept seeing a pattern forming. Um, the funny thing is, you know, the, the, the director, the, the, the owner of this company called me the director of business development. I thought, you're calling me the director of business development. You pay me 600 euros a month. You've taken the piss out of me. Um, but what I did see was, Managing all the international client inquiry, client uh, inquiries, everyone had the same fears. They wanted to buy in Italy, but they were scared because they'd heard all the bureaucracy, they read all the horror stories on the forums, they, they've heard about people losing all their money. And I'm thinking, right, okay, there's something I can do here. I linked arms with a fantastic business coach, another Aussie who's living in Italy, and I said, look, I've got this idea. And she's like, right, this is amazing. And we literally just made it happen. I put together a course. I wrote the course in an hour and a half. And I started this community. I did some market research. And all of a sudden, I had a community of 500 people in 24 hours. That just wow. grew and grew and grew. And I sold my first course. Um, I, sold, I sold it out within 10 hours. Like, I just did couldn't believe cry? it. Did you cry? I would have cried. I cried. I was like, I was actually crying and I was pinching myself going, is this actually happening? Like, is this actually really happening? All of a sudden I've gone from earning 600 euros a month to, to nearly 5K in, in, in one go. 
And I was like, this is just insane. Like I nearly earned my entire salary for the year in, in 10 hours. And, and all like, because you shifted your focus and your mindset. That's yeah. all. I mean, not and, that's all, but like the yeah. difference straight away. Yeah, everything's the once I started to get into alignment, everything kind of slotted into place. We we moved back to Puglia from Napoli. So I'm now living in a different area called Martina Franca, which is really gorgeous. And this community of mine has grown and grown and grown. And it's been an absolute blessing. Like, but you know, as an entrepreneur, and I'm gonna really be raw and real because this is messy around the edges. I'm gonna I'm just gonna share everything. Um as an entrepreneur, and you will know, it has its highs and it has its brutally, brutally devastating lows. And it's like your business is like your baby. And um, I remember when I wrote the ebook, I wrote the ebook in an hour and a half and I uploaded it onto Amazon after a couple of glasses of wine. I think it was New Year's Day. And the next day I woke up and it was like number one in six categories. It's like, what the hell? And then I realized people want to hear what I've got to say. And I put this this course together and this community together and it was just I just couldn't believe it I couldn't believe that it was me doing all of this stuff and all the while still working at this real estate agency just to have that money coming in as the you know just a bit of security because I kept thinking that this business of mine that I was creating was going to blow up on my face and it was just a bad like all a dream because I just couldn't believe what was happening around about that time I had a woman contact me who also worked in Italy was in the expat She's an expat from Canada and she had a really successful um, or big following on Facebook. Um, did something similar but more focusing on visas and immigration and, and, and that kind of thing. She um, approached me about collaborating with her. Um, I had signed an NDA to, you know, it was all like really, really hush-hush, the projects we were going to be working on. So I thought she was a really serious person. I was writing content for her website. It was like, literally, I looked up to this woman. I made masterclasses for her. Like, I, I literally looked up to this woman like a, um, like a mentor because she was very, really, um, you know, high-regarded, a real high-regarded entrepreneur. And then she completely ripped off my business model. I got a, um, in that time, I fell pregnant again. So I got this, I was on her mailing list and I got this newsletter from her, part of the mailing list. It was on my birthday, actually. I never forget it. That she was launching a course which was exactly like mine, and I remember feeling like, like my ch my chin was shaking, my knees were shaking, I crying so hard, and I could feel like, you know, when you're pregnant, you feel that sharp pain sometimes. And I was like, I've got to really control myself here because I was in the first trimester, and it could have, you know, ended really badly. But I just couldn't believe the betrayal of someone that was so close to me that completely and you know when I approached about it she gaslighted me and said no you're crazy this is something completely different blah 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 and I had a, a gut feeling like this is not right and then it turned out like after a lot of probing that she admitted finally that you know it was there was a lot of similarities so immediately I blocked her and I kind of tried to focus back on my business but I I really fell apart because yes I was the betrayal I was pregnant hormonal um, you know, my business business was like, you know, I was creating this business to provide for my, my family. And I and had trust to have, like, right? trust, trust everything. You know, I'm a Taurus. So for me, like, trust and everything like that is, like, paramount. 
Um, even I'm sure trust is paramount for anyone in any sort of zodiac, but Taurians are like really into like the, the, you know, trust and faith and everything like that. And I had to have like full on energy clearing. I had like the, the top energy clearer from London come in and like do an energy clearing on me um, because I literally, my, my focus for my business had gone, my passion for business had gone and I just felt like the rug had been completely ripped out from underneath me. Was that Reiki, Nikki? Did you have Reiki? No, it wasn't Reiki. It was an energy clearing um, and it was so good. Like I'll give you his details. He's really, really good. I can't remember his name is Jamie. Um, he's got like a million followers on his Facebook page. Like he was fantastic. And for the money I spent, I think it was like a hundred pounds or hundred euros or something like it literally just really just helped me feel so great. So slowly, slowly I started to get back into my business again. And then what I noticed is obviously because we're in lockdown, we're in a pandemic. Um, all of my clients who, who are predominantly American had all their, their flights and, you know, holidays booked to come and buy property, all of that got cancelled and my business kind of went into a bit of a slump. And also for them, like, they were really depressed because their dreams had kind of taken a back seat. Everyone was all a bit lost. And I'm like thinking, right, what can I do here that's going to help them continue to have that dream and help them facilitate them still buying a property? So in July, I started La Dolce Vita on a shoestring, which was a undermarket value property newsletter, which was I would like literally scour the property portals every single day for the best deals, not only from a price perspective, but also from an investment perspective, what could be put as a holiday rental, et cetera, et cetera. And I started this um, newsletter. Nikki, I, I, I took a pic at the newsletter. It's yeah. banging. <laughs> Well, that's the, that's the revised version. If you're interested in buying property in Italy, the, honestly, honestly, the way you've listed the property and the different, the different values, am I right in saying that? Yeah. And then you do snapshots of the different regions. So yeah. for people, if like, I don't know where I want to reside or where I want to buy property in Italy, you've literally done snapshots of all these different regions within yeah. Italy and what's special about them, to the wine, to the food. Um, I mean, the magazine looks like a labour of love, honestly. It is a labour of love, and I absolutely love it. So that, that kind of evolved recently, and I'll tell you why that evolved recently, because my little friend who ripped off my, my course has also ripped off my newsletter of undermarket value properties. So... <laughs> which is great to, in an extent, because every time she does this, I up-level. It Good. forces me to up-level. And as entrepreneurs, you, when you work online, when you work in social media, nothing's protected. So in a way, she's forced me to up-level. And last month, I launched La Dolce Vita Lifestyle Magazine and Membership, which is what you saw. And, you know, 66 properties a week, um, breaks down all the regions, snapshot of areas that are up and coming that people might not know about. Um, and there's also lifestyle bits in there as well. Um, that, you know, what, what I did the other week was, oh, yeah, swear words you can say in front of nonna that doesn't offend you. Like little funny things like in Italian and, you know, little recipes and um, places to go on holiday, where to how to restore property, all these. It's like it's everything you must need to know in one. And there's a membership behind it as well where we have like specific masterclasses with, you know, property lawyer and all that sort of stuff. So it's really, really cool. And that, honestly, has been such an involvement of my business, so unexpected. But what's been so amazing is that 
I've got clients who have been subscribers to the magazine, but initially were subscribers to the newsletter, who are buying houses that I've found them and who have said to me, without you, we could never have done this. You've actually made us feel like this is possible. And for me, that just lights me up, knowing that my passion has helped facilitate someone's dream. Absolutely. That's such a wonderful feeling. Yeah. To know and, yeah. how to facilitate somebody's dream. Yeah. And that's what, honestly, I, I, that's the stuff that gets me teary and emotional because it's like, I love my the community that I've created. We have like three and a half thousand people in there. It's like a little family. Everyone's really, really lovely people. We all really interact well with each other. And they're just so, um, it's just so great to be around like-minded people. Yeah. Nikki, anyone listening, if they wanted to find out a little bit more about your membership, where should they go to? So they should come to initially come to my group, my community, which is called How to Confidently Buy Property in Italy and Live La Dolce Vita. Um, that's where I do lots of free trainings. Um, there's lots of info in there. And then people can kind of get to know me, what I'm about, and then see whether or not they want to, you know, jump on board the membership in the magazine. I saw in the magazine, which I loved because uh, I'm obsessed with food, you have a section on coffee etiquette. I didn't even yes. know there was such a thing. <laughs> yes, there is such a thing called coffee etiquette. And I fail miserably about this because I'm the typical foreigner that will have a large, large cafe latte all throughout right? the day. And this is a huge no-no with Italians because they're so health conscious that a cafe latte is something you have in the morning with breakfast. Because too much milk is bad for their digestion, blah, 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 blah. So I will go and order these, like, massive coffees, like, after lunch, late in the afternoon. And every time I go somewhere, like, they know me now, but originally they would look at me like, it's weird. Like, you know, my partner would get really embarrassed. And when I was pregnant, I would order decaf cafe lattes, even worse. Like, you know, even more of an embarrassment because it's like, you know, <laughs> what are you even drinking here? You know, it's like... <laughs> It's just like a large cup of milk. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I, I just can't get myself around the idea of an espresso. It's just not for me. And what is your favourite pasta dish? My favourite pasta dish is one that my mother-in-law cooks. It's called the pasta genovese. So it's like you cut up a kilo of onions, and it sounds like a lot, which it is, and you cook it till they become like caramelised. And you put like these large chunks of beef or pork in with chopped up carrots, chopped up celery, white wine, and you let it stew for like two, three hours till the meat is really like falls off the bone kind of thing. And you pour that over some pasta and it is fantastic. Like literally fantastic. Yummy. Yeah. Let's move on to how are you coping with, let's be frank here, yeah. being a mother of two beautiful boys, Obviously, juggling your relationship and juggling the new business all within lockdown. Um, it's been challenging. When Lorenzo was born, he was a sleeper and he would sleep really like easily. When Santiago was born, he was born on the 16th of October. He didn't sleep for the first month. Like he would be awake all throughout the day at night time every couple of hours and I was literally like a zombie. It was so difficult. Um, 
And then obviously you're dealing with toddler jealousy because there's the little new, the new little brother. And, you know, Lorenzo is, um, I swore I was never going to be one of those mums that had like, that was like, had mummy's boys. But literally I'm like the typical Italian mum that has mummy's boys. Honestly, my, Lorenzo is such a mummy's boy and it's so beautiful. But he, he, he took it badly when his brother came along. Slowly, slowly it's coming around, but it's been challenging. Um, and I get most of my work done when they're asleep. So yeah. I, I was actually featured last last year in Entrepreneur Magazine, um, how to run your business in three hours a night, which is what I do. Like I literally, during the day, do the mum thing. And then at night time when they're asleep, I work on my business. Congratulations, yeah. by the way. And, and you've been featured in quite a few um, magazines. Forbes, you were featured that, in Forbes. That was, for me, the ultimate bucket list for the career. Yeah, I was so lucky um, to be featured in Forbes and to share my story. And the woman that interviewed me, her name is Pollyanna Reed. She, you should check her out on, um, on Instagram. She's a celebrity ghostwriter. She's got, she's amazing. Um, and to be interviewed by someone like her, of her caliber, it was literally um, phenomenal. So that has, you know, that was like the most amazing part of um, apart from obviously giving birth, <laughs> but that was my highlight um, for 2020 was to be featured in Forbes. Um, yeah, it was just a total off the bucket list, tick off the bucket list for my career. And it's also, you know, attracted a lot of clients as well from that. Nikki, for everyone at home that is in the mindset that they want to learn something, um, do you have any courses right now, any online courses where people, you know, we can't leave our houses right now, but it doesn't mean that we don't still want to learn for when the world does get back to some sort of normality. And I think investing in property is something that so many people are, including me, I would absolutely love to do in the future, but feel like I need the knowledge and feel like I want to get the grounding and the research first. Is there anything that you have right now that you can offer us? Yeah, so I have a course um, that's called Purchase the Dream. Um, and it literally is a very simple but highly results-driven course, which just takes you through the A to Z of what you need to know buying property in Italy. There's mastermind sessions in there. Um, we have a monthly coaching call, so to like kind of keep you on track. Um, there's Italian lessons as well, like, you know, to help keep you, you know, start your Italian journey. There's loads and loads and loads of stuff in there. And that's really, really, um, really, really, uh, you know, a great starting point. However, I feel like the magazine and membership is probably even better because right. you're getting that person, you're getting like that weekly influx of properties that are absolutely phenomenal. Like what I love is that I've been able to combine my passion for searching property. I used to be the kind of person that would just like look at real estate websites for ever since I can remember, ever since the internet was around, because I just love knowing what things cost. I love seeing what you could do with something. I love seeing like an old wreck and imagining it being completely restored. I've got that vision for it. And to, to have and, and to combine my years of experience in, you know, real estate and holiday rentals and putting this, this magazine together every every um, week is a real passion for me. And I guess that's the lowest entry rate um, that people can to work with me on a month to month basis. It's $59 a month for the magazine and the membership. 
um, and it's a month-to-month thing. You don't have to subscribe for a certain period of time or anything like that. Um, and that is where the magic happens. People are getting, you know, as I said before, they're, 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 they're buying properties that I've found them that are under market value and through the membership, through, you know, being part of the community, these dreams are being facilitated. It's totally... Now, investing um, yeah. is... <laughs> investing can sometimes feel like a pipe dream especially if you don't have anyone around you who is investing in property or stocks or shares you know my parents recently in the last couple of years have started investing in um in properties and not like more the north of of england so Mm -hmm. i've been able to like watch and see and learn bit by bit like how they're doing it because I 100% that's what I want to do and you know and maybe in the next kind of five years or so investing in Italy is definitely I would say a dream of mine and a dream of, of a lot of other people's Nikki what would be if I was to if we were to wave a magic wand here what would be minimum amount of money you think realistically you would need to to get started to not see it as a pipe dream but just to get started well, it's not that much because, you know, I've locked it because of this pandemic, you know, Forbes wrote that Italy is the number one country worldwide for, for um, under market value properties. I'm seeing properties in Tuscany that are habitable, you know, two bedrooms, stone houses, beautifully restored, less than 100K. Wow. I'm seeing properties that are in Puglia um, for less than 80,000, you know, townhouses with a sea view. And is it the same in, is it the same in the UK? I know that you have to, um, I read that you have to apply for fiscal code. A fiscal code, yeah. In order to buy property in Italy, which is almost like a national insurance number in the UK. Yeah, so it's like your tax code. And that's really easy. Like there's no charge involved with that. It's where you can do it on, you can do the application online. And that's mandatory if you want to buy property in Italy. So um, obviously when you buy, there's purchase taxes involved. You know, the Italians are very lax about a lot of things. You know, the the rules are kind of non-existent. However, when it comes to paying taxes, they are on the fucking ball. So they want to make sure the first thing you have is the tax code so they can bill you for the taxes. (laughs) That's the only thing they're efficient at. And is it the same as in that you would need to put down, uh, um, uh, obviously, a deposit? So what are the different deposits that you can put down? If if the property is valued at, at 80,000, 80, um, 80, what kind of deposit would you be looking to put down? There's no rule of thumb, but generally about 10%. Okay, so it's the same. Generally about 10%. Um, there's no um, set time as to when you know, it takes for the property to exchange because you, for example, might have cash and you like, okay, I can move within 30 days, but the owner might have their own time scale. So it's pretty much like the UK, things can take a little bit um, a little bit longer. Um, what yeah. I do recommend though, is anyone that is going to be buying property is to have a currency strategy um, in place. And that's something that I do offer my clients because market, the currency market is very volatile and you may um, see a property, for example, in the May and the pound is, you know, at a certain rate versus the euro 
And then by the time the property is ready to, to exchange, it could be say September, October, November, whatever, and the pound's gone really bad. And then you end up paying more for that, that house than what you had originally anticipated. And sometimes people have to pull out of property deals because of that. So you could always like lock in currency rates for a certain period of time to know that your, your investment's protected. And I really recommend, and I, and I do offer advice and all of that sort of thing for my clients because there's been so many horror stories of, you know, people losing money because, you know, by the time they go to exchange, they, they just can't afford it anymore. Great. Nikki, thank you so much. I feel like you've given us so much important information with regards to buying and investing in property in Italy. Before we wrap up, I wanted to ask you just a couple of questions. When would you say was probably the messiest time in your in your life and you just had you had to pivot and make new choices that affected your life for the better? Definitely there's been two times. So definitely um was just after I went to Tony Robbins and I was like, I have to make some changes. We have to move out of my in-laws place. Um, it was a really, really hard time, really hard time. Like I just didn't recognize myself anymore. That was really hard. And then I guess last year when I guess my business got ripped off after, you know, going through that journey of, you know, my, my, my why is to create a, fa- a future for my kids and then having someone try to steal that, that was another reason why I had to pivot. But, you know, when we pivot, we're always pivoting to the greater good and, that's exactly where, you know, where, where I am today with the magazine, everything like that. So, um, yeah, sometimes what can be, what they would, what's that, um, that expression? There's beauty in a breakdown. Sometimes the things that can feel like it's the worst thing possible actually leads us to the path we're meant to be on. Absolutely. I think if it wasn't for the pandemic, I never would have started this podcast. Exactly. And it's bringing me much joy to connect with with everybody and hear these just uplifting and inspiring stories I wanted to ask in the beginning are you fluent in it in um, Italian now I'm pretty good yeah pretty good I still make a few mistakes like I learned Italian kind of I, I went to Italian school language okay. school and but I kind of like stopped that because because I was living in Bolzano and we, and we had to speak German. I kind of did a few courses of Italian, then I started German, so I started learning German as well. So then, kind of like the rest of the Italian, I would kind of learn in the street. So you learn kind of like you know what? the street lingo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can get by. I can still um, you know manage to insult my husband in Italian. So you know I can get by. <laughs> yeah. Um, you're, you live in Puglia, and I've heard Puglia is absolutely amazing. Borata. Yep. Is that one of the most kind of famous cuisines in Puglia? Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, but I'm going to say something that's going to really piss anyone from Puglia off, because um, I'm really, I'm obsessed with mozzarella. Like mozzarella cheese right. is like my passion. And that comes from Campania region, which is Napoli, Amalfi, you know, all that kind of area. So I feel mm-hmm. like the food in that region is the best in Italy. And that's the quickest way to really offend an Italian because the amount of times I've said to people in Puglia, oh, but you know what? I really miss the food in Napoli. They're like, oh, too. And they get really territorial oh, yeah. the products, you know, and it's quite funny. Yeah, but I do like burrata. The food in the, 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 buff, the buffalo mozzarella in, in Campania is number one for me. 
Lovely. <laughs> um, now before we go, uh, is there anything, you know, for anyone that's kind of listening to this and is like, right, I want to make the first step in researching about investing or what would you tell somebody right now is the first thing to do, you know, in terms of getting more knowledge about investing in property abroad? Um, if they're looking to invest in Italy, definitely tell them to jump into my community, um, how to constantly buy property in Italy, live la dolce vita. Just for, uh, just for information purposes, that Puglia is the number one place right now to purchase property in Italy. It's overpassed um, Tuscany. It's called the new Tuscany because everybody wants to buy down here and the property prices are really cheap still, which is really, really great. I, I still just pinch myself about how cheap it is. Um, but for anyone that's not sure about where they want to buy, and I do this exercise with my clients because, you know, I love my manifestation and visualisation techniques. And I, I, I say to them, sit down and think about your perfect day. Where are you? What are you doing? Are you in a piazza having a coffee and looking at the world go by? Are you in the countryside looking over the rolling hills of Tuscany? Are you climbing the mountains, doing all sporty things? Or are you laying by the beach? with an aperitivo in hand and, you know, or walking down on his, the cobbled streets a little historical centre, looking at all the little shops and everything like that. And that really helps pinpoint for people where they want to buy because a lot of people think like, oh, all of Italy is so beautiful, where do I choose? And I always say trying to choose your favourite part of Italy is like trying to choose between your favourite children. Like it's just impossible because there is so much beauty around. But if you do this exercise and you imagine your perfect day, what you'd be doing, and just think about that. It's a really great way to pinpoint where you should start looking. What a fantastic exercise. I must say, I did it without even realising. I always had a dream visiting Tuscany. And I got to live my dream um, just over a year ago. And I remember being in Tuscany and looking at the hills, getting very emotional, thinking I'd always dreamt of seeing this view. But... Mm. You know, I didn't know that I'd actually see it and it was exactly like my vision. And I went horse riding in Tuscany. Connor was with me and we travelled around. We were only there for like three days and we did Tuscany, Florence, Pisa. Um, we did quite a few little towns in, 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 those, in those three days. And honestly, it felt like I'd already done it before because yep. I'd visualised. So thank you for that. Like, it works. It works. It really has that effect on people. It has, people feel like the amount of time people say, when I come here, I feel like I'm home. Yes, I feel like that every yeah. single time I'm there. I feel like that. And I walk around with an air of confidence that I never even knew that I had. Like, when I literally, I don't know what it is. I just feel confident. I feel at home. I just love the culture and the people. And more importantly, maybe because of my Caribbean heritage, I, I find Italians are very direct. And I oh, love yeah. I love that. I know exactly what you think about me. Keith, thank you so much for coming. You're on. so welcome. It's been so good to catch up after how many years? Like more than 10 years. <laughs> it's weird because with social media, I feel like we know what, each other yeah. are doing you know we don't but we do kind of thing and we watch each other's journeys I'm just so glad I was able to do this podcast so I had an extra extra excuse to to talk to you and find out your journey because I know it will just inspire so many people 
Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for asking me. And um, yeah, it's been really great to be part of this and I can't wait to hear the recording. You should be so proud of everything that you've achieved. Thank and you. How much you're helping people, Nikki. Thank you so much. Great chat with boss lady Nikki from Dolce Vita, who really did take the leap of faith to start a new life in Italy. I can't wait for you to join me in two weeks when I talk to Claire Knox, founder of See Her Thrive, a business that specialises in female reproductive health in the workplace. We talk about how do companies support women as they go through reproductive conditions such as menopause, PMS, How do we take away the taboo surrounding this conversation? Join me in two weeks when I talk about all these super important topics with Claire Knox.